0: Um start with uh, just a very quick rundown, and, and this section might be a little bit rudimentary for some, but um, if you think about the question of what are flexible couplings for, um, and then the obvious answer that comes to mind is misalignment compensation. Um, of course, you've got two bearing-supported shafts that will never be perfectly aligned, and as Ed mentioned, in an imperfect world with external influences, they're probably not going to stay aligned forever. Um, But beyond that, and even on a newly assembled system, the the real priorities in terms of performance, um, extended bearing life, increased efficiency, and vibration reduction uh, are very important. Um, So in larger power transmission drivelines, there's also been a widespread effort to improve alignment, um, as well as uh, it being necessary in uh, precision applications because of a lot of the couplings that are used there uh, aren't tolerant of large amounts of misalignment to begin with. So in essence, all couplings should be aligned as well as practically possible, um, and in most cases, with, with few exceptions, um, they should be aligned as well as practically possible, uh, regardless of how much offset a coupling is designed or rated to to be able to handle. So just a look at a a, a typical coupling housing um, So many suppliers of uh, servo gear heads and linear modules and even some third parties provide coupling housings that include alignment features. Um, So you've got a layout of uh, just a very typical servo driveline with a a linear module. Um, And then, of course, you're going to have a backlash-free coupling um, tolerant of only a little bit of shaft misalignment. Um, So with too much shaft offset and a precision coupling, uh, failure modes range from noise and generation of backlash over time as inserts wear uh, or complete failure, which is what will will typically happen in the case of metal couplings um, normally used for higher torsional stiffness, Uh, and uh, shorter settling times, uh, more precision stroke. Um, So obviously you don't want your coupling failing from misalignment, and uh, in the world of precision motion control, you'll find alignment features all over the place. So uh, if you look at your servo motors or stepper motors or even gearhead outputs, um, you'll always see, or almost always see, uh, some sort of alignment feature that's concentric to the shaft and bearings uh, machined directly into the frame. Um, Almost all precision linear motion systems also have them. Uh, And then there are generally accepted um, ISO fit tolerances that basically drive the uh, dimensional tolerances of male and female mating components to make sure that one manufacturer to another to another are going to fit up nice and concentrically. Um, When that's done well, uh, normally you're talking about a maximum of uh, uh, couple of thousandths maybe of parallel shaft misalignment uh where pretty much all but rigid couplings can can tolerate more than that with uh, well well made housings. I think we're gonna have a little bit of information on how to uh align and uh work with rigid couplings a little later on with uh, with Bobby's segment. Um anyway uh Different kind of considerations for alignment with uh, higher horsepower drive applications um, that you'll find in uh, pumps, compressors, agitators, industrial mixers, etc. cetera. Um, the first two of which tend to run at a little higher speed and can often be found in critical or, or hazardous applications. Um, in a lot of industries, uh, it was once thought to be acceptable to not give a whole lot of, uh, of thought to alignment. Uh, tools tended to be not as practical to use as they are now. Um, straight edges, for example, were, were common to be used to align a traditional uh, coupling in a power transmission application. But some widespread studies um, have been conducted over the past few decades, uh, especially in the uh, petrochemical and processing industries. Um, Where improved shaft alignment has shown uh, marked improvements in in plant efficiency and drastic reductions in vibration alarms in refineries, for example. So, even if a coupling is holding up or tolerating shaft misalignment, that doesn't mean that you are doing the best service to your plant or machine uh, to to not line things up a little bit better. And that's what brings up um, this little graphic here. Uh, Basically, this is a just a rough sketch of uh, more of a modern laser shaft alignment system, which makes things an awful lot easier. Um, There would be no room for this kind of device in uh, the smaller motion control applications that that we were just looking at a minute ago. Um, But in larger industrial applications, um, it's often beneficial and more common to be found that there are larger shafts and larger distances between shafts that, that will allow for alignment tools like this. Um, in the past, uh, the dial indicator setups would be used, uh, a little bit more of a painstaking process to get things lined up precisely than, than we have now and there are alignment service companies uh, all throughout the, the world that, that can assist end users with this process. Um, yeah, as far as the accessibility of a tool like this is the key um, in fact, the uh, American Petroleum Institute has some uh, very specific standards for uh, distances between shaft ends and coupling spacer lengths, um, just to ensure not only um, the ability to have access for alignment tools, but but for better service in general. Um, so all in all, um, really just about any rotating system is is going to perform better and more reliably. Uh, if it's well aligned. Um, So, yes, couplings are there to to take up what remains but um, really aren't a substitute for uh, due consideration to uh, a well-assembled machine.